Hi, everyone. Welcome to Living Beyond Limits. This is Ian Robertson. I thought I'd continue my podcast from my last one talking about post-traumatic growth. And I was just recently thinking about how do we get people into inspired change when you've got a history of experiencing trauma in your life. It's very hard to get moving. It's very hard to get actually engaged in your own change process. You know, there's a saying that knowledge is power. And so if you have knowledge, uh, which is power, that can be quite powerful from the human condition. I've uh, been thinking a lot about this and knowledge is power, but it's not really knowledge unless you've actually done it. Because you don't really know about any particular thing unless you've actually, or fully know about it, unless you've actually done it. So knowledge in and of itself may be power, but knowledge in and of itself may not actually be power. What makes knowledge power is execution. And when we move from knowledge is power to execution, execution is what creates real kind of cellular nuclear change in us. You know, many times when people come to see me and they've had traumatic experiences in their lives and they've come from real painful and difficult um, life experiences, getting started is super hard. I may hear things like, you know, I've tried to do this and it didn't work. Um, I've seen this therapist and it wasn't really overly that helpful. Um, I've tried to do these small little steps, but it didn't really change how I felt. So, you know, there's a, there's a climate that many people experience that when they're in the state of trying to get going, it feels like nothing really works. Well, listen, knowledge and knowing what you got to do and doing it are two different things. You know, many people that are experiencing the effects of trauma and, you know, all of the other uh, co-occurring things that go along with it, uh, mental health and, and even for some substance abuse, live in lives where they feel the emotional state of sadness, anxiousness, and full of fear. And other experiences of disappointment or other people might experience disappointment and, and all these types of uh, inner, inner tensions and, and conflicts. If you have a desire to do something different in your life and to find inner peace and happiness, and you're hoping to find a place of hope and possibilities, what you, we need to understand is that when you stay stuck with knowledge is, is power, but you don't believe it works, then you easily become paralyzed in your thoughts and you enter into a place of dark ne negativity and nothing really changes. You just stay there. You stay stuck. And in that, in that state, it also leads you to feel all these emotions you actually want to get away from or are trying to escape. You know, um, it's kind of interesting because I think if clients or for me, people in general that I work with, my hope is that I can get them to kind of, first of all, gain some A, insight on what will be helpful for them and B, that help them get the confidence that they can actually do this, Right. So, you know, to look at gaining knowledge and understanding is of, of, of kind of a way out of this is only half of the formula. Then we got to go to the next stage. What do we need to do to actually make it happen? Nothing actually shifts when you've been in a state of experiencing um, the effects of feeling too much in your body or feeling too little in your body as a result of things that have happened to you in your life. And when your nervous system has been used to living in either a state of chaos out of the window of tolerance 
or in a state of flatness, fatigue, and tiredness. Again, those states still require you to do something. We know that some of the things that are the most basics to start with the work with post-traumatic growth starts with getting your basic structure of daily living into a balance, sleeping, not oversleeping, not undersleeping, getting up at a typical same time, taking care of your basic needs during the day, your self-care during the day, and then doing things that can also increase and help you manage your, your inner state, activation, meditation, all these types of things. All of this really matters. But what really it has to start with is how do we start with enacting and getting change going, moving from knowing to doing. And, and again, I want to go back to knowing and doing is completely two different things. Lots of people that I know have known that maybe they need to change a behavior. If you talk to a lot of folks that talk about some of the changes that they need to make or might help them feel differently, when I ask clients what will be helpful, many of my clients actually have some ideas and they have good thoughts of what they think might be helpful. But in saying that, the biggest obstacle is how do I do it? How do I get started? How do I keep it going? And so these two concepts are very different, knowing and doing. When we come to understand the brain and we learn to actually get that we are the programmers of our neurological circuit board, then we'll understand that we actually have the ability to reprogram our neurological circuit board for change. If you want to change your emotional state, there are very specific programming strategies that are required and you are the programmer. The first thing is you actually have to have intention. Intention that you actually are intentional around what you need to do in these actual steps of change. They're not just going to happen on their own. You actually have to be intentional. And even when you're you're not really at a place that you want to do it, you need to be intentional to do it. And you need to focus. And the focusing is focusing on how do I actually achieve this task? And then the next thing is, is how do I repeat it? The key to this strongest uh, shift in this whole changing your state to feel differently is repetition. Learning to reprogram your brain requires you to be more of your optimum or, you know, changing your, your brain requires you to be a little bit more, um, uh, you know, optimal or optimistic in your, your abilities that you can do this. If you're going to ex- execute some uh, change in and of itself, remember that you're creating this change. And this very moment, the person that you're going to become tomorrow and possibly how you're going to feel about that person you're, you're creating tomorrow and how you're wiring that in, the, in your brain is completely in your hands. You are everything you choose to be. And where is the limitations to this? only the limitations you place on yourself. Everything you think, everything you feel or do imprints or rewires your brain. So think about it as much as you can wire your brain into the state of isolation, aloneness, disconnection, sadness, and fear. You can rewire your brain in a whole different direction. Our rewire brains in turn affects the way we think and feel or do, which again imprints 
um, and rewires our brain. So in short, we're creating and we're designing and we're wiring our brain's neural activity and its feedback loop. So if we want a, a different kind of emotional state and a different emotional outcome, then we need to move beyond knowledge and pow is power and in the direction that power is actually in execution to experience the real nuclear change from emotional and mental states. There are four R's that are kind of required uh, in order to move um, in the direction um, from knowing to actually doing in your life. Okay. Number one is reinforcement. If you want to make a change and if you want to feel different, you have to think differently to be different. I don't know how else to say that. Again, I'll go through it again. If you want to make a change and if you want to feel different, think differently and be different. You need to change your thinking and, and your thinking really sh needs to shift from, I can't, it's not possible. I, I'm not able to do it all in the negative thinking to, to positive thinking about the self and positive thinking about the possibilities that you can do this. Negative thinking only produces negative predictions. Negative predictions only produces limiting beliefs and inner unwanted emotional, mental, and physical states. So clearly shifting to positive thoughts and attitudes will shift you in the direction of positive predictions and positive outcome beliefs that you can actually make this happen. All of this creates shifts in your emotional, mental, and physical state. Reinforcing positivity, reinforcing possibility, reinforcing I can, reinforcing all of these kind of messages to the brain that produce a very different prediction and outcome. The second part of the R is moving forward from knowing to doing or knowing to execution is rituals. You know, changing your, your behaviors is critical to changing your emotional state. When you don't do anything, that creates an emotional state. When you stay sedentary, that creates an emotional state. When you, when you stay in a situation of sitting in a room all by yourself and not doing anything and feeling that your life right, is, is kind of like, per, you know, doesn't have purpose or meaning, then all you do is create that state. If you're sad and you stay at home alone, the repetition of the ritual will only create more of that same state of sadness. You are wiring your brain to feel these unwanted emotions. You need to create a new behavioral way of thinking. I call this a PR um, X times three ritual to new behaviors that can create new pleasurable emotions. Here's what the formula is for PRX three. The formula is practice, repeat, practice, repeat, practice, repeat, plus 100 more times of PRs. And all of this will equal, if you stick with a behavior change and bring your emotions along, it will lead to the execution of nuclear and cellular change. And then we have another R in the four R's of moving from knowledge to execution is rewards. Hey, listen, give yourself little rewards and keep the momentum going. Uh, that'll move you in the direction of some positive permanent change. And you know, where there is rewards and you're rewarding your commitment to integrating and executing the changes for your post-traumatic growth change, that 
That is a booster to inertia to keep the change going. Rewards start to fortify your change process. And they can be small rewards and little rewards, or even sometimes larger rewards. But give yourself little rewards, things to work towards, things you can say, hey, listen, I achieved this goal. And listen, the, the last R in moving from knowing to execution is starting to get into refinement. If you want to kind of really tighten this up as you keep working your PRs and you're practicing your practice, repeat, continue to tweak your positive changes, refining it to optimize your success and improve your emotional state and your mental and your physical work uh, changes and rewards. So I want to go through this again, very quickly. Again, thinking about your four hours reinforcement, reinforcing positive change, and also moving in your thinking pauses where you have positive thinking. And when you have positive thoughts, you create positive predictions and positive predictions create positive um, um, outcomes. If we stay in negative predictions, we only know where that leads to what type of prediction that leads to, and it leads to a certainly a negative outcome. Then we have the next one rituals. If you want to change your emotional state, you got to change your behaviors. Behaviors change your emotional state. Start to do things that create the emotional states of, of pleasurable emotions, right? By changing your behaviors, activation, connections, things that give you structure in your life, um, doing things that will create the emotional state that you want to be through movement and activation and commitment, and then giving yourself rewards. Rewarding all your changes in the momentum as you move closer to positive change, whether this could be small or big, again, integrating your, your changes with the, the wonderful inertia of, of small little rewards to keep this, this change going and then refining it and tweaking as it goes along. If you can manage to do these things, this is your next step that gets yourself activated for post-traumatic growth. And beyond all of this, Always keep the hope alive and believe in you. You have to change inside of you the messaging you tell yourself. And as you're rewiring, rewiring your brain and you're thinking, you're also rewriting, rewriting the story. And right now, the story that's been written for many who have suffered trauma is the story of hopelessness. But again, I want to go back to you are the author. You are the narrator. You are the one who's also the, the programmer of the mind. And you have the ability to author the new story and start to change and shift your chapters to new chapters. And you have the ability to rewire the actual circuit board of your brain to actually have new pathways that produce new, new, um, new types of kind of emotional, mental, and physical states. All of this is in your hands and real change happens not by knowing about change. Real change happens by doing it. Execution, execution, execution. And remember, even when you're starting in the beginning, it may not feel like it's really happening. Sometimes you got to bring your emotions along, keep practicing and repeating, keep practicing and repeating. And eventually by just doing it, you will bring your emotions along. And eventually you'll start to see the change happening for many with trauma. They've been in a state that's been kind of not in a great emotional state for a long time. And we also have to be mindful. It takes a little time to get out of it, not to be frustrated. Just stay the course. 
And in the end, I promise you, if you do this and you follow this and you believe in you and you start to slowly change your thinking and you start to slowly change your behaviors and you start to really start to um, move yourself with forward momentum, maybe it's just a step, maybe a small step, but maybe it could be even a bigger step. All of this will lead in the direction of you starting to heal. Remember, knowledge is empower. Knowledge is empower until you've done it. And then you know it. So knowledge is only power if you've done the execution and you've stuck with the execution and actually done it. And then where you execute change, you will begin to feel change. Listen, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. And I hope this was helpful for you. Pass it around, share it. If you know somebody that could benefit from it, that would be great. This is Ian Robertson from Living Beyond Limits. And you can find any information you want on our services at ianrobertsontherapyandcounseling.com. Wishing you all a great day. Be well and be peaceful. Take care. Bye-bye.